Welcome to the Pacific Point Church Podcast, where we're learning to love and live like Jesus. During this half hour, we're praying that God will direct, encourage, and speak to you. If you would like to partner with Pacific Point Church and our church plants, visit us at pacificpointchurch.com give. At that same site, you can also watch and listen to previous sermons, read follow-up blog posts and extended notes, and even connect with Pacific Point Church on social media. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. My, uh, uh, my over-under number was 50. I went with the under, but you guys may be able to break that this morning. If you, if you're, do you guys know what over-under is? If you're a better, which I'm not, of course, I do not bet. Um, it's a number, a, a neutral number that you go over or under. I was thinking because New Year's Day that we'd be under 50, but we may break 50. I love it. I absolutely love it now. How's everybody's New Year? Good? Safe? Good, excellent. I uh, I crushed it last night, like it was crazy. I I, I was in. I didn't go to bed till eight o'clock. <laughs> it was nuts. I was living life on the edge. I drank four diet cokes. <laughs> I had extra dessert in bed by eight. It was crazy. Not many of you can keep up with that, can you? Uh, <laughs> Chris, on the other hand, poor Chris, she's like, yay, being married to you, fun. <laughs> Eight o'clock, you're in bed. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, we, uh, welcome. So glad you guys are here with us this morning. So, so blessed uh, that you are. Let's, let's open up with the scripture that I have today. It's in Acts 2, 36 through 37. It says this, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ. This Jesus, whom you crucified, now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brother, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, for this promise is for you and for your children, for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord God calls to himself. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this time this morning, this new year, Father God. This new year, Lord, and, and the dreams and the, the excitement and the resolutions. And some of us were excited to be done with last year. Some of us were not as excited. Whatever it is, God, Lord, we want to start this new year off with you and honoring you. Lord, let us, let us start each day off honoring you. And God, I thank you for what you have for us in this next season. And Lord, I pray that you'd speak to us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So the old uh, Happy New Year's, New Year's resolution message, you know, that, that pastors, they kind of recycle and use the same old, you know, same old stuff. So, hey, we'll go with it, okay? The top 10 New Year's resolutions. See if you can find yourself somewhere in there, you know, getting organized. Not in my top 10. There's no reason to get more organized than I already am. Uh, <laughs> learn a new skill or hobby. That would be good. Live life to the fullest. This is like the 10 that everybody said they're going to do. Save more money, spend less money. Throw that one out. Quit smoking. I don't smoke anymore. And I don't smoke any less. So, um, I, that, come on. It's New Year's. Stay with me. Good jokes are going to be flowing this morning. Uh, spend more time with family and friends. Travel more. Read more. Those are the top 10 New Year's resolutions. Here are the top 10 broken New Year's resolutions. 
Lose weight and get fit. Throw that out the window. Quit smoking. Learn something new. Eat healthier and diet. Get out of old debt, saving money. Spend more time with the family. Travel to new places. Be less stressed. Volunteer and drink less. Those are the ones that we like to break. <laughs> the reality is we, we, we break all of the ones that we make. Because change is very interesting. Change is very difficult. Change is something that as humans, in, in human nature, we don't do very well. We are, we are caught in, in, in our habits, in our life, in our systems, and, and we just, so for someone to throw a little wrench, say, okay, we're going to change, is very difficult. So every year at this time, we say, okay, now's the time to change. Now I'm going to see some change, you know, it's a verb, to make something different, to alter something in my life, to modify something. It's going to look different this year. Has anybody said that? This year is going to look different. We say it all the time. The reality is this, we're mostly powerless to change our lives. You know why? Sin captures us. Fear grips us. And hopelessness owns us way too often. The reality is it's, it, this, this I'm going to change statement is very, very difficult. In our 2023 resolutions, the problem is that you think because it's a new year. I think because it's a new year. Somehow this miraculous thing is going to happen. Somehow the power is going to come over me this year. Forget the last 56 years, but this year, man, things are really going to change. And suddenly this year, 2023, I'm stronger. I'm more disciplined. I'm more powerful and more capable of changing. It's absurd. Do you ever think about that? How many New Year's resolutions have you broken? How many New Year's resolutions have you broken already today? Yeah. <laughs> we, we honestly think that we have this power to change our lives. And I want to challenge you on this today. I, I, as you look into 2023 and, and you start making these changes or talk about making these I want to challenge you on this and talk about why resolutions are a waste of time. The reason they're a waste of time is because the power of the resolution that we see as humans sits in our own hands. When we make these de declarative statements about I'm not going to do or whatever it is, it's, it's taking power back and placing it into our own hands. I want to fill in the blank for 2023. I'm not going to fill in the blank for 2023. I'm going to fill in the blank for 2023, whatever it is. And these statements start with I. I am going to. I want to. And then about February, maybe for some of us mid-January, that just falls apart. And, and, and here's the, the great part about it. If you're married, that's about the time your wife goes, I knew you wouldn't change. It's about the time your, the husband says, I knew you'd still be the same. It's about the time his parents would go, I knew you couldn't do it. It's about the time that many of us have this self-doubt in our head and just go, I'll never change. I'm a loser. I'm an idiot. I can't change. And we feel self-defeated. See, because one of two results um, are determined by me when I say and make these declarative statements success or failure now you're going okay i make this declaration of i'm going to do this in 2023 and i'm successful but there's problems with success as well as problems with failure 
See, but let's look before we get into that. What does Jesus say about New Year's resolutions? You go, well, Jesus talked about New Year's resolutions? Absolutely, Jesus talked about New Year's resolutions. Very clearly, Jesus talked about New Year's resolutions. And this is what he said in John 8, 28. And I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me. Jesus makes a declarative statement here. And, and, and I want to show you why this is so important in this new year for your life, for my life, because Jesus very clearly addresses New Year's resolutions here. And that I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father has taught me. And I do nothing on my own authority. See, see what, what we don't understand is this authority, this structure. See, the church in many ways has thrown the authority out the window. And I talk about this often, that Jesus is just a ticket to heaven. I don't want his authority over my life. I don't want his lordship. I don't want him to tell me what to do and not to do, but I do like going to heaven. And we don't have an understanding of spiritual authority. We don't have an understanding of, 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 of creation. We don't have an understanding of who we are. Jesus, fully God, fully man, understood authority. And, and I don't understand this whole Trinitarian theology. I, I, you can't, nobody can fully grasp this side of heaven. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In this, as C.S. Lewis describes, this perfect dance of, of, of deferring to one another. Understanding the authority of the, the Father has. Understanding the authority the Holy Spirit has in my life. Understanding the authority that Jesus brought when he came to this earth. And then the deference that they give to one another in that. See, in, in, in Christianity today, too much of us, uh, what we think is like, I don't need Jesus to have authority in my life. I just need him to turn the lights on. And that happened. <laughs> You see, my, my New Year's resolution is about success or failure and are dependent upon me. I, I want you this year, as you, as you go into 2023, as you walk away here, as you think about things, and maybe you've already thought about them and set those into, into order and, and, and already down that path, but I want you to think about it in a different light this year. I want you to think of it, uh, you know, when we talk about resolutions and we talk about change, through, through the prism of this word. I want you to see through this word and what it says, and I want you to uh, make your resolutions through this word. Maybe you don't have any resolutions. But if there's any change that's coming, I'm asking you to first to, to look through this word and what it says about change. See, success and failure dependent upon me. See, here's the deal. Success pushes me to depend more on me. So let's say you make your New Year's resolution. You're that guy or that girl that's hardcore, just boom, you're going to power it through and you're going to make sure it happens and you accomplish it. Next year we're looking back and you go, man, I accomplished exactly what I said I was going to do. What happens is you start to get into this, this place of, I accomplished what I thought I was going to do. And there's this dependency that, that you step away from God as opposed to pushing into who he is. 1 Corinthians 3, 9 says, For the wisdom of the world is folly with God. For it is written, he catches 
the wise and their craftiness. What does that mean? It's this, that I think that I can set my plans, that I think that I am wise by what I am doing. And the Bible says, no, 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 foolishness. Foolishness. You see, uh, we need to depend on him, Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. In all your ways acknowledge him. He will make your... Trust in the Lord. Some of us are sitting in, in situations going into 2023, and the last thing you want to do is trust in the Lord because it's been a rough ride. And, and, and you may have said, well, I tried that before, or I tried this before. Well, let, me, let me tell you something about Jesus. In the same way, we talk about the parallels of the, the, the natural and the spiritual run parallel to one another. Um, I've never just said, I'm going to try this thing called marriage. I step into the fullness of it. I'm not great at it all, all times. Many times I fail it. But, but I don't go, I'm going to try this thing called marriage. It, it, but as, as Christians, as, as, uh, many times, I'm going to try this thing called Jesus, called Christianity. No, no, no. I, I throw myself into this covenant that I have with her. Again, I, I, I stumble many a times. I'm not trying it out. In, in 27 years, 27, how many? 27 going on 28? 26 going on 27. In a lot of years of marriage, uh, by the grace of God, the D word has never come forth from my mouth or hers. I've said that before. I've talked. We've never used the word divorce. You know why? Because we're not trying this thing called marriage. Now, therefore, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. I, if you've been through divorce, if you, if you struggle with it, I, I get it. I get it. I, I am blessed because I married her and she puts up with a lot. But I, I'm not trying anything. And, 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 and trust, to trust in the Lord with all your heart in this next season means I'm not just going to put Jesus on to, to get what I want. I'm going to depend on him. See, the other side of the coin is when we fail, it pushes me to doubt. So on one side, if I'm successful, I go, man, I got this thing. I'm the man. I can make it happen. The other side of it is when I fail on June 22nd or January 22nd, having gone a whole three weeks of trying to do whatever I'm trying not to do or do what I'm trying to do. When I fail, I, I get into this self-doubt. I get into this, you know, this mind thing of I'll never be worthy. I'm never good enough. I'll never overcome. I'll never, I'll never, I'll never. And it pushes to this place that, you know what? I, I just can't do this. But 2 Corinthians 5, 17 very clearly tells me, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. I'm not the same man that I was in 2023, 2020, or 2022, 2021, 2020. I'm not the same person, nor should we be as Christians, because there's this evolution, there's this sanctification process that is taking place where we're becoming more like Christ. And here's what it looks like. One, two, three steps forwards, one, two, three back. One, two forward, one back. Six forward, two back. And as I say often, you guys are sick of me saying, victory is not in, in, in not sinning, although uh, someday, but uh, victory is in taking the gaps and closing them. And what I used to do every day, you know, once a month. What I used to do once a month, once a year. It's, it's closing those gaps of sin. 
because I'm a new creation in Christ. So we have these two sides of, of the coin in the, in the uh, game of, of New Year's resolution. One side, I did it. I'm the man. The other side, I failed again. I'll never do it. And, and I want to challenge that mindset. See, the key to change is the moment that I'm aware of a need to change is also to the moment that I know that I need God. When I realize there needs to be change in my life is the moment that I look to this word and go, I need God. I need Jesus. Because I can't do it. It's when I remember the first and foremost that I need a Savior. So you want to talk about change for 2023? Start right here. Start right in this moment. I need God. Start right in this moment of I need a Savior. Start right in this, this reality when I look in the mirror and, and I realize and I go, I deserve hell, but God gives me life and grace. Start in that place of humility and watch what might happen. Because we're going from I can do it to I can do nothing apart from Jesus. Some of you are on one side of the coin, some are on the other. And, and, and I, I want to take us all right here. The moment I am aware of my need to change is also the moment when I need God most. What is it that you need change today? What, what is it that, that, that 2023 that you, you need to see change in? Because it's, it's, it's right in this, in this relationship with Jesus where that comes. You see, because true lasting change comes through the power of the Holy Spirit, Period. I could just leave it right there and we could walk out and have lunch right now, but I'm not going to do it because I was up at four writing this stuff, so we're going to keep going. <laughs> the power of the Holy Spirit, I, and I want you to put those lenses on now as you look to 2023. See, how does that happen? I, I, here's a, one of the great pictures in the, in the scriptures. Peter denies Christ three times in Luke 22. We can back up. I didn't put it there. Peter walks on water, you know, and then doubts and all that starts. And then we get up to here. He denies Jesus three times. And then in, in Luke 23, Christ is on the cross. Peter is nowhere to be found. He's nowhere in the vicinity. He's running. And then some 40, 50 days later, Peter preaches one of the most powerful messages in scriptures. In Acts 2, at Pentecost, he preaches this message that's just, what happened between, I don't know Jesus, I don't know this guy, I don't know this guy, I don't know this guy, to the fact that, that he, 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 he preaches this gospel message that changes lives, says 3,000 were saved, and it's like nuts. What happens to him? How does Peter go from being a coward to, to being full of the power and proclaiming the gospel. It's this. It's that power to change comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I'm trying to, you know, get my life together and do this and get up at five every morning and for a while take a cold shower to, to I don't know, because they said that was good for you and, and get in there and read for a little bit and just, you know, uh, fast in the morning and, and, uh, and, and it just, it's fleeting. 
It's fleeting. See, but the power to change comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I, I, I want to show you what I mean by that. Acts 1.8 says this, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. See, New Year's resolutions are usually about you. Correct? I got it. I got it. I've got to. See, and, and, and there is some of that, and there has to be some of that, that, that God cleans you up and the Holy Spirit changes you and, and there's this, this, this transformation, sanctification that's taking place in your life. But it's for a purpose, and the purpose is others. So that you may proclaim the gospel as Peter did. He's denying Christ, and he comes back and he's proclaiming the gospel because the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in him. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead that lives in you when you come into relationship with Jesus Christ. True everlasting change comes through the Holy Spirit. You want to see 2023 in a different light? We have to sit in this. And we have to acknowledge the Holy Spirit and who he is in our lives. We have to get up and, 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 and say good morning. If the Holy Spirit is who the Bible says the Holy Spirit is, who he is who he says he is, how is it any different than when I look at her and go, good morning? And, and, which I don't do because she's sleeping. And I, here's, I used to love to get, when I get up and I'd, I'd kiss her goodbye. Isn't that sweet? That's really nice. Until... That's, that's, that's humble bragging. Um, until um, one day she's like, I really like that, but you wake me up. <laughs> so I, I love her so much that I don't get to kiss her goodbye anymore. Um, when I wake up in the morning, good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Jesus. Father, good morning. How is that? If I'm talking about relationship, if I'm talking about change, if I'm talking about, about you know, the marriage, it, there's an acknowledgement that takes place here on a regular basis and, and, and for 27 years. And, 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 and how is that not the same in our relationship with God? Good morning, Lord. How has your foot hit the, the floor without acknowledging the creator of heaven and earth? Now, let's just be real. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I do that every morning. But I, I try regularly. The first thing that comes to my heart is, God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this day. True everlasting change comes through the Holy Spirit. And, and I go, Holy Spirit, thank you for this day. And the change that you are doing in me today. There are many ways that the Holy Spirit works in our lives. But they're all, they, they, they all have one common goal. They all have one thing that it points to, and it's Jesus. The, the Holy Spirit, what he does is points us to be and to Jesus, to be more like Jesus. See, we're, we're sitting here, 2023, I got my goals, my, this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do, and and. and I don't know if God's even called me to do those things. Are they just a good idea or are they a God idea? 
Is it something to make me feel better? Is God culturally calling me to this or that, whatever this or that is? See, as as a, a Christian, we have to start thinking outside of this compartmentalized box that I I get to make all my choices in my life and I understand my life because the reality is I don't I am finite I am fallen I'm fallible and I'm redeemed by my Savior think about that order fallen fallible finite but redeemed by my Savior so why do I want to keep going back to the fallen fallible finite guy why don't I want to go to the redeeming Savior that changed my life see in in 2023 my first go-to needs to be to the one who redeems me not to the fallen fallible finite guy i like that guy but he's fallen fallible and finite that's the guy that will let you down more times than not and the holy spirit makes me more like jesus when i wake up in the morning go good morning holy spirit Make me more like Jesus today. I'm a different man. Because the same spirit that I'm, I'm awakened to is the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. I say it over and over. I'm repetitive about this because I'm blown away by the power of the Holy Spirit. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in me and can give me victory to walk and be who God has called. i got to turn this off. It is hot as Hades, sorry. I'm sweating up here in linen, and that's not pretty, okay? The Holy Spirit wants to make me more like Jesus. See, our goal for change in 23 isn't about me, it's about Jesus. So when you, 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 I'm just throwing some things up there. When you're talking about your weight or health, and you're talking about drinking, or you're talking about me more kind, or money, or smoking, or fear, uh, you, you, you've got to Take it and put it in, in perspective of, of this scripture. Let me give you an example here. Because there's a godly order to everything. How, did you, do you guys know that God is a God of order? And there's a godly order to everything that you and I do. And what God calls us to. And I want to give you the order for this year. For your New Year's resolution. It's, it's I renew. The Holy Spirit convicts. The Holy Spirit changes me. And I rely on the Holy Spirit. So as, as you're getting ready to jump into those New Year's resolutions, let me, let me give you an example of what that really looks like. I renew, the Holy Spirit convicts me, the Holy Spirit changes me, and then I rely on the Holy Spirit, and it just stay in this, this, this circle. Okay? It's about, it's about or. Let me give you an example of a healthier 2023. One of the things I've thought about is like, okay, healthier 2023, what does that mean? I love candy. I love ice cream. I love all the snack stuff. I, I, I'm pretty good on the intermittent fasting. It's, you know, uh, if, if it's vanity, here's what I'm thinking. I need to get healthier so I can walk around without my shirt on more often. Vanity. It's, it's a nice thought. I mean, it's not pretty, but it's, you know, in your mind, you're like, I want to be this and I want to look like this and, you know, and, and all of these things that, you know, healthier and but, but here's the thing. A healthier 2023 isn't about me. Remember what we said. It's got to be about what God is saying and what he's doing. It's got to be about something bigger than me. It's calling. 
if you want to accomplish what God has called you to accomplish. So let's look at it through that, that lens of those three or four things. It's about order, healthier in 2023. What do I do? I renew. First and foremost, Jesus. Jesus, Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and what is acceptable and perfect. So the first thing I do when talking about this year is this. Jesus, what do you have for me? Jesus, what are you doing? Jesus, what would you like for this year? Not what do I want, what do I think would be better, but Jesus, what do you have? Father, what do you want in my life for 2023? And for me, when I talk about health, it changes it. It goes from, you know, being at the beach, being able to take my shirt off, feeling good about your clothes and all those things that we talk about health, to this. This is where it goes. Father says to me, I need you healthier. You know why? Because I need you around for your children. I need you around for your grandchildren. I need you around to preach the gospel. I need you around to love your neighbors. I need you around to love this woman. I need you around. See, see the change there? Whoa, watch that step. The change from here, this side, it's all about me. I'm going to change in 2023 because I want to look good. Now, there's some benefits of being healthier because I should look better, but that's not the focus. It's what God is calling me to so I can be with these kids, so I can be with this woman, so I can be with my friends and family and church for 20, 30, 40 more years. Totally different. Father, what do you want in my life? You know what, John? I want you to be healthier. Why? Because I have so much more for you than you could ever imagine. Well, I, I thought you wanted me to walk around Costa Rica without a shirt on. That's what you want. Byproduct. But maybe I want you to preach the gospel in Costa Rica. And if you don't take care of yourself, the body breaks down. Sin. Sin comes in the world, everything breaks down. But there's some of it that we hold in our hands, you know. We can't test God and just run in front of a car. We can't drink every night and eat and indulge and, and smoke and all these things and, and think, oh, I'm protected because I'm with Jesus. See, this, this, this change of, of, of this next year is, Father, what do you want in my life? What, what, what do you want changed? And i got to look beyond the vanity of myself into what, what does that look like to be healthier? That I'd be able to do what you called me and created me to do. It's about order, healthier in 2023. So, so I go to Jesus and God, what do you want? He says, I need you healthier. I need you to take care of yourself. I need you to work out a little more. I need you to take care of what you eat. Just be you know, conscious of it. And then, and then the Holy Spirit convicts me of what, what I believe Jesus has called me to. John 16, 8, and when he comes, he comes and he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. See, because here's the deal. Yes, there, there are scriptures about being um, uh, 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 gluttonous in your eating. That is sin. But, but we, you know, we don't see a lot of scriptures that talk about working out and those type of things. So when I pray... And Jesus says, and the Holy Spirit speaks to me and says, I need you healthier to do what I've called you to do. Now, here's what happens here. Is there's a conviction from the Holy Spirit. So now when I don't do what he says, that becomes sin. 
Does, does that make sense? Am I, am I okay? When, 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 when the Holy Spirit clearly speaks to me, I have so much for you, as he does to each of us. We don't know our days. Our days are numbered. Only God knows. But when he, when he says, I have so much for you, there's an obedience side of it. Okay, what do I do to walk those days out? And, and too many good men and women have died not thinking that way with regards to life. The Holy Spirit will convict you. I know what Jesus says, and the Holy Spirit convicts me. Therefore, each day I surrender. Okay, God, you've called me to live this way in 2023. I'm going to wake up the morning. Good morning, Holy Spirit. I'm going to surrender today. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Okay, it's no different than this relationship. Okay, natural and the spiritual run parallel. In the natural, good morning, Holy Spirit. I'm going to surrender. In the natural, when I wake up, and I don't say this to her, but I wake up and I surrender who I am to her as her husband. I'm not an individual anymore. The two shall become one. I have to surrender my oneness. I'm the man, get to do whatever I want. Now, sometimes I like that card and I play it, but in, in reality, I'm surrendering when I wake up to this covenant that we have here. Why is it any different scriptures with this relationship with Jesus? I wake up. Good morning, Holy Spirit. I surrender. I know you, you, you're on me and you talk to me about this thing called health. I surrender because I, in and of myself, I can't do it. I really want that donut. I really want that extra glass of wine. I really want that, that tomahawk steak. Not the petite filet. <laughs> what man eats a Anything that says petite in front of it, how can a man eat that? How can he possibly eat that? I surrender. I surrender my life, Jesus. So, so I identify, I, I, I look, Jesus, what have you called me to? Okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk this out. Holy Spirit, I need your, the power of the Holy Spirit to walk it out. I need the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And then I'm going to surrender each day. And then the Holy Spirit changes me. Philippians 1 through 6. And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Now, the... the the completion that he's talking about is this completion of standing before God someday. He'll bring it to pass. See, but, but here's the thing. I don't want to miss out on what he has for me. I want to stand before the Father on that day and him have said, well done, good and faithful servant. And, 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 and it, some of that starts with New Year's resolutions. Not the way we thought of them, but the way we're talking about them today. Oh God, what do you have for me this year? Oh God, what do you have? I need you to be healthier. For some of you, I need you to change your, 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 your mouths and the way you gossip or the way you cuss or the way you drink or the way you whatever. I, I don't know. But I know this. When I ask, when I engage the Holy Spirit, and he brings that conviction of what he's called me to. Then I wake up and surrender it to him each and every day. I'm sure of this. When I stand before God someday, that I will be able to look him in the eye and say, I did what you asked me to do. 
fulfilled what you called me to do in this life. There's this order that God gives. How do we do this, though? Yeah. Word, prayer, worship, each and every day. And I threw this one on recently, but proximity to the Father. Because when you, when, you, when you are in the Word and when you're praying and you're worshiping God each and every day, you're in the proximity of the Father. When I'm having conversations with her, when, when we're intimately talking and engaging one another and we're laughing and doing our things, and I do that every single day, there's this proximity that my heart and her heart that, that come together. And when I, when I read this word every day and I, when I engage God through prayer and, and Jesus and his son and when I say good morning to the Holy Spirit and I worship through, through my actions, through my giving, through my helping others by raising my hands and worshiping as Joel led us in this morning and I do that every single day, I'm in this proximity to the Father and here's what I, what I know when I'm in the, the proximity of the Father that he's not going to lead me astray and I'm going to walk and do all the things that he's called me to fulfill as opposed to the fallen finite and fallible man that I have trouble letting go of see here's the deal if God is God I happen to believe he is if God is God who knows better about my life the creator or the created. Not even close. Not even close. In 2023, I need proximity to the Father. I need proximity to the Father. And there's resolutions that are rolling in my head, and we're going away in a couple weeks for a couple days, and we're going to talk about those resolutions as a married couple, as, as the two of us. I have individuals, and we have couples' resolutions. But I, I just want to challenge you as you go into this next season and you start, oh, I'm going to change this, 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 and this, to just kind of look at it a little differently. Look at it a lot differently. And engage the Father. And ask Him. Allow the Holy Spirit to bring conviction in areas of your life that He wants to see changed. Surrender yourself to Him each and every day. And watch what He might do. Watch what He might do. I, I, money-back guarantee, you do this, you do this, we'll look back next year and go, wow. You'll be blown away by the faithfulness of God. You'll be blown away by God's faithfulness. It's about order and a healthier 2023. I rely on the Holy Spirit. Lastly, Romans 8, 26 to 27, likewise the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray as we ought the Spirit himself intercedes for us in the groanings too deep for words, and he who searches our heart knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes in the saints according to the will of God. I rely on the Holy Spirit each and every day to do and fulfill what he has called me to walk in. You think in and of your own strength. No, it isn't by my own strength. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit, and it takes me out of this. I can do, I can do. I'm the man. I'm going to take care of it, and it puts me on my face to this. I trust you, Jesus do that when I worship daily. I do that when I worship daily. What does worship mean? It's so much more than just singing, as Joel so well did, good English there, um, earlier. Uh, it was just 
it's it's worship is is music worship is 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 giving worship is your time you spend i worship god in every aspect of my life and i worship daily and when i worship daily it's because i know who he is and i rejoice in who he is so as you look at 2023 and your new year's resolutions i renew my mind i allow the holy spirit to convict me the Holy Spirit to change me and then I rely on the Holy Spirit that's it that's it that's the new years I want to walk in that's the new years I challenge you in that's what God has called us to as believers let's pray Father I thank you for this time Lord for these men and women Lord that have uh, come out this morning on a New Year's Day, Lord, uh, with all the dreams and all the thoughts that we have for 2023, the hope that we have for 2023, God, what I know in this short 56 years of my life is that I can do nothing apart from you. Nothing that's lasting. Nothing that has power. Nothing that matters. Lord, as, as we look to this next year and we, we start making these declarations, God, I pray that, Lord, we would, uh, Lord, that we would think about you, that we'd renew our minds, and that we allow you, Holy Spirit, to convict us in the areas that you want to change in our life. And we'd allow you, Holy Spirit, to do the work and change us. And we would rely on you Father, I pray, pray a blessing on everyone here this morning as, as, as we wrestle through these thoughts and changes. But I thank you that your spirit has the power to bring change. In Jesus' precious name, amen.